I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up and sharing something with you that we've loved from the past few weeks. And then we go on to discuss a topic that we feel is really relevant to everything that's going on right now. These are the sorts of things that a lot of people are probably thinking about, but might not actually be having the conversations about. If you enjoy this episode, don't forget to go back and listen to our previous episodes and hit subscribe on whichever platform you're on so that you can stay up to date with all the newest releases. So how are you doing, my love? Happy, what day is it today? We're being quite organized. We're recording on Thursday. I know, Thursday, almost a full week ahead. I'm very proud of us. New year, new rota, not rota, my God. We, we've started as we intend to go on who knows how long it'll last for but yeah <laughs> how have you been what have you been up to not a lot to be honest we've had a couple of days of sunshine and I forget how incredible a bit of sunshine in the middle of winter can be yeah like oh my god doesn't it make the world of difference mm-hmm. absolutely I also um this weekend actually I completely lie we went to Bristol last weekend and it was really lovely to get away and just go to some of our favorite places went to the coconut tree for dinner which is our absolute fave um saw spider-man which side note we need to discuss at some point i've not seen it yet can you please see it because i really need an in-depth conversation with you yeah i just don't want to i can't bring myself to sit in a cinema i don't know why i just it was do you know it's a bit of an odd one like we went to an everyman which was really nice i'd never been to one before and we kept our masks on for the whole time but there were definitely people who didn't necessarily see wearing a mask as is important but then I don't know if that's because it's an every man and people having their dinner yeah yeah that's true I Probably wonder like if go you... at like I don't know 11 a.m on a Tuesday or some weird time yeah like yeah, yeah yeah definitely like if you could go like or even like on a Friday morning if you're not working like go there and I think it would be quite nice it was nice to be back in the cinema um yeah. but yeah we saw yeah. Spider-Man and but on the way back, what I was going to, before I went off my little tangent, what I was going to say is I bought myself a load of flowers when we were on our way home on Sunday because um, I just desperately wanted some joy in the flat. Like I feel like after Christmas when you've taken all the lights down and it's still grey and miserable, it's just a bit bleak. Could not recommend going and picking up some tulips, maybe some freesias, popping them in a vase, keeping them in front of you all day because they have lifted my mood right up. Oh, I bet that's such a good shout, actually. I should go and pick some up. But I do agree about the sunshine. We went on a little day trip on Saturday. No, Sunday. Well, mostly to uh, take my mind off the fact that I was taking my parents to the airport so they could go and get a week of sun in Lanzarote. And I was very jealous. So <laughs> decided to go on a day trip to Warwick, which was my, it was minus three degrees when we got there, yeah. but it was sunny. And it you are right. Like it makes such a difference. It was freezing cold, but I was having such a good time just because it was sunny and mm. it was nice to explore somewhere new and have a wander around and went to Stratford as well and looked at some castles and saw Shakespeare's birthplace. It was a very cultured Sunday for me. Nice. Um, but yeah, the sun, the sun definitely made it a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, I think having a little bit of sunshine, I could deal with the winter if it was sunny during the day, like being able to go out for a walk at lunchtime and just get a little bit of vitamin D makes such a difference. This is why I want to move. Well, I don't want to move to Colorado, but I could happily live somewhere like Colorado because it it's just even in the winter, it's like cold, but really sunny because it's so dry. I'm like, that is my ideal winter, like cold and fresh, but really sunny. Yeah. All the time. I would love to live somewhere like that. 
you feel like you can still do stuff and enjoy the weather. I think when it's grey and miserable, like on Saturday when we arrived in Bristol, it was pouring down with rain. And because we were only there a day, we were like, oh, screw it. We'll still go out and do loads of stuff. Mm. But it was like 10 degrees and pouring down with rain. So we just felt a little bit like humid and clammy all day long. Which yeah. just is not, it's not the vibe, is it? No, no, don't love that. No. <laughs> anyway, what, what's your recommendation for the week? My recommendation is um, The Eternals. Have you watched it yet? <gasps> That's our plan for this evening. Oh, is it? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Then we can have a discussion. Yeah. Okay, oh. good. Okay we watched it last night um and I was a bit kind of because I'd seen I don't know reviews at the start were really good saying like obviously the cast is really diverse and Mm. there's a lot of famous faces in it but then reviews were a bit mixed I absolutely loved it I really enjoyed it I felt like it was a real like a classic kind of Marvel escapism just it was a lot of fun and I liked that it was a completely well not completely different storyline because obviously it's all like intermingled together but it's after the uh, set after the blip Mm -hmm. and it obviously I'm not going to spoil anything for you but it it is just Mm -hmm. I really really loved it it had all of the classic like funny moments in it as well but it is a two and a half hour film so it is quite long maybe Um, we won't watch it tonight (laughs) yeah I was surprised when I put it on and realized but I mean, it's got like Gemma Chan in it. It's got Angelina Jolie. It's got Kit Harrington. It There is so many, I can't even remember. How, there's so many famous people in there you'll recognize. And right at the end, flipping, well, actually you might already know this because he's he's listed as first on the cast, which is frustrating because he only appears in the little snippet at the end. Um, I don't want to ruin this for you now. And I've just like massively teased. Don't, don't say anything. Don't say it. I don't want to know. And also there'll be people listening who are like, oh my God, don't say, don't say. Yeah, uh, to be fair, a lot of people already know because he was actually used on the promotion posters for it. So it's not a secret. He was he was used to promote the film, which is why I feel like it's a little bit like cheeky for them to do that because he only appears in the end credits bit. Do you know that, um, that I have a memory like a sieve, like last winter we watched every single Marvel movie and I couldn't tell you what happens in a single one. So I won't have remembered the poster. <laughs> that's fine it it just shocked me because I didn't know that he was he was in it so anyway really really good movie I really enjoyed it um yeah it's now free and available to watch on Disney plus so you'll have to let me know I'm really excited I'm really excited when we went to see Spider-Man last weekend um we were pleasantly surprised how brilliant it is we actually said it's probably the best if not one one of the best or the best Marvel movie we've seen well, it has um, had amazing reviews, hasn't it? I I mean, I have done deep dives with this with several friends and me and Alex discussed everything about it in, in great detail in our proper like geeky little way. Um, but yeah, it was excellent. I really, I, it was almost a recommendation for this week. Um, but then I thought the thing I'm going to recommend, I was like, oh, probably has more universal appeal. Um, but yeah. I'm excited to watch this and I'm pleased it's come to Disney Plus because I was like, oh, same as you. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to a cinema when it first came out, but I want that Marvel fix. <laughs> yeah. And also it's it's nice how they've kind of left it at the end. Like it's it feels like it's the next step for the MCU. Like oh, nice. kind of the Avengers is is done and like this is the next step forward. I kind of like that this is the way that they're going with it, especially with like such that. a diverse cast. So yes, yeah, I like that a lot. What is your recommendation this week? 
So I got a TV programme and I'm not sure if you'll have watched this already. I didn't actually know it was launching, but David Attenborough has a new show out. It's called The Green Planet um, and it's on BBC iPlayer now. And similarly to like The Blue Planet, which obviously came out like, what, 20 years ago, I want to say, and was all about the seas and the oceans. This is all about plants. Um, he's going to different parts of the world and looking at the different plants that grow there. So we did rainforests in the most recent episode and looks at it in all great detail. And to begin with, I was like, mm, I think this might be a little bit dull. Like, I love the personification of the animals and the stuff he does. Um, and like, I love the cute little creatures that he finds. And I was like, plants? I'm not sure. This has blown my mind because I feel like not only did I learn so much, but I have such a huge respect for like the natural world again. Um, and obviously everything that he, that he does is beautifully shot and it's so well told and you feel so like in awe of everything. But one of the things I found really interesting, and I feel like this is a bit love or hate it, but you know, at the end when they do the like behind the lens stuff. Mm. Oh my God watch it just to watch that bit you will bloody love it like the camera technology everything like that is so innovative so interesting um and it's really cool to see how they've managed to leverage technology to produce something like that and really push the boundaries of like film and television but also do it in a way that does get you really excited for a topic that otherwise could feel quite dry and I think mm. we often talk a lot about like the natural world and like, oh my God, we're completely doomed. But this gives you like, it doesn't really touch so much on that as much as going, oh my God, plants are really bloody incredible. Imagine what we could do if we respected them. So I'd really recommend, it's a nice cozy Sunday evening watch. I had no idea that that was out. I, I, I definitely I, I need to watch didn't. that. I had no clue. And it was advertised really randomly before the movie on Saturday night, which is how we found out about it. Wow, that is odd. No, I, I had no idea that that was coming out. But the behind the scenes is always my favourite bit. I love seeing how they've captured all the footage. Like mm -hmm. Because obviously when it's all edited together, it looks so effortless. And then you see that they've actually been, I don't know, especially with the animals, lying in wait in some, like, I don't know, camouflage for four days or whatever it is to get the shot. It blows my mind. Like, mm. just what a cool job as well. So cool. And I think that's one of the things I know we've spoken before about how cool it is to see people get really excited about the things they love and the things they're passionate about this is a perfect mm. example because these guys have worked on this like wanting to be able to produce this type of content for literally decades and now they can yeah and you're just like that and you can see how like even when it's boiling hot and pouring with rain and all of that that there's just that real enjoyment and it's just so nice to see especially I think at the moment it's just really nice to see that Oh, that's going to be some good cosy watching for the weekend, I think. Yeah, really good cosy watching. And there are some cute animals that make an appearance here and there. So, you cool. know. So this week's topic feels a bit different to me, um, but we want mm. to talk about dealing with other people's opinions and other people's opinions of you. And whether you're a bit of a bit of a worrier like us or maybe a bit of a people pleaser, it can be really hard to not get caught up in what other, other people think of you and what other people's mm -hmm. opinions are whether that's at work or friends or especially when you're meeting new people so we just I think we wanted to have a conversation to show that you're not the only one who worries about things like this and kind of how we can all get better at letting yeah. those worries go and some tips for dealing with other people's opinions yeah the um the inspiration of this episode actually came from a Billie Eilish song which is called your opinion of me is not my responsibility and 
I said to Ellie, you've got to listen to this song. It's great. And the first time, it's like a, what's it called? Like a spoken word song. Do you know what I mean? Is that what it's called? Rap. No, it's not a rap. Oh my God, I sound so old. Yeah. Anyway, it's like prose, like that sort of thing. Anyway, yeah. um, and it was really interesting. It got me really thinking about this whole topic because I think it's really difficult not to let other people's opinions, either of you or just of things generally, get inside your head and play on your mind. And we're constantly told how important it is to like yourself and respect yourself. And that's like the most important thing. But also we're programmed to still want the approval of people around us on like a really um mm. like a really basic level that's how our brains are programmed so then you've kind of got those two conflicting pieces of advice of you know you want to be accepted and you don't want to be a dick at the end of the day like you you want to make sure that you're a relatively decent person but how do you enforce that boundary of not letting other people's opinions of you get into your head especially if, because for a lot of the time they're not going to be either fully founded on fact they're not going to have all the information that they formed their opinion on it's going to be a sweeping judgment and so it's got even less validity yeah I think that's really important to remember there what you said about like the sweeping judgment because I find this this kind of worries me the most when it's people who are relatively new in my life like people I've just met yeah. whether that's in like a professional environment or say if friends or family introduce me to some of their friends or like, I don't know if you're meeting partners, extended family for the first time, things like that. Obviously, you're you you, you are going to worry about people's opinions of you in those kinds of situations. Yeah. And we all know the whole, you can't please everyone. Like we've all heard that through our whole life. But I think it is important to remember, like you said, if those people are forming opinions of you at that early stage, especially, they definitely don't know enough about you to be forming that opinion. And mm. also what I find is there's almost like an expectation versus reality thing. You're expecting them to be judging you. And the reality is they're probably, they're probably not. They're probably just as worried about how they're coming across to you as you are feeling that about them. God, that's that's a way to say that. No, but I totally get what you mean. I always sit there and I go, Oh God, I hope they're not thinking this about me. Or I wonder if they're thinking this or if they're, you know, I sometimes, I don't get it so much now, but definitely in the past, I've kind of had that, oh my God, if they find out I have a blog and a podcast, they're going to think I'm really self-centered and narcissistic and like all of those sorts of things. And especially with social media, you know, people can look you up before they meet you. So that adds like a really weird Mm. dynamic to it all. Um, But you're right. Like when I meet people, I'm not going through that thought process of like, so I think they're this way and this way. And I'm assuming this about them. Because actually, we're all just a little bit too worried about ourselves and how we're coming across to think about other people most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think part of that is kind of being at peace with yourself and your Mm -hmm. intentions and your beliefs. And like at the very base of it is that whole knowing that you can't please everyone. But I think there is like a happy medium of finding that balance between self-awareness and self-assurance like not not like arrogance because you like you can just come across as as a dick but I think having that self-assurance that you are the best person that you can be and that might not be everyone's cup of tea and that's that is okay a lot of the time as well someone who someone who forms a very quick opinion of you or has a snap judgment about a certain part of you and like the way you act is normally a reflection of them and their insecurities as well and I think that's mm. a really important thing to remember is that it 
and it, the same goes for if you meet someone and you don't quite gel with them at first and you can't put your finger on why you don't quite like them have a harder look at that because it's probably showing something up in yourself that you don't like as well and mm-hmm. it's probably nothing like it's probably not something that goes oh my god actually yeah it's because they're like a really awful person it's probably like oh yeah they're I find them quite intimidating maybe or I'm a little bit jealous or how whatever it is it's probably gonna if, if they have a problem with you chances are it's got something to do with them as well it's not always going to be on you especially if it's a new person and like you haven't even had the opportunity to fully form an opinion of someone before they make that snap judgment yeah I, I definitely think that it goes both ways because I like especially for me in the past and I think I really had a case of this like early on in my career when I was just starting out and I left uni and I think probably a big part of it was imposter syndrome but if I would meet people in the in like a professional environment and I found myself kind of not warming to them or making kind of like some some very quick judgments about them and I look back now and I realize that was because I was insecure in yeah my own abilities or I was feeling I don't know like I was insecure about my ability to do the job or maybe I felt intimidated by what they'd achieved and I felt like I should have done more. And so I think you're right. I think it's a chance for self-reflection. Like, is it something that you need to work on a bit yourself or is it just genuinely, like we've said, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea and in the same way, not everyone is is your cup of tea. Like it it goes both ways. Yeah. And so often the the only way to deal with other people's opinions is you kind of have to distance yourself from them emotionally and have that moment to go, okay, for a start, is this the opinion of someone who I really respect and value? Because that's a really key part of it. Like if it's a close friend, if it's a family Mm. member who you get on really well with, who knows you really well, and they say something, then you might think, okay, they might have a point there. Whereas if it's just like someone you don't know particularly well or someone who's approached to things you don't respect or whatever it is, First of all, do you need to take that opinion on board? Like opinions aren't facts. You don't actually have to take them on board or act on them when people give them out, especially if you didn't ask for them. But also, do they have the whole story? Like what have they formed this opinion on? Because people very rarely know the whole story. And you might go, actually, no, I know that day I was having a really bad day. So maybe I was being a bit of a bitch or maybe I was a bit difficult to work with that day or actually they're making this judgment but they don't know what's going on behind the scenes and they don't know everything about me like someone's opinion of you is just going to only ever going to be one perspective it doesn't mean it's fact and that you you have to take it on board and carry that emotional weight of it Mm -hmm. and I think I don't know if you know you and you know your values then it means that your self-worth isn't dependent on what other people think of you and I think that's getting to that stage and and understanding that is really important and I also like what you were saying just then and this is a whole other conversation that I don't think we should necessarily go into now but I do feel like this is a real issue particularly for women because there's a lot more of like that classic kind of especially in the workplace where women are expected to be like the the people pleaser and the like the yes person and oh would you mind if oh can I just quickly ask like almost like trying to make a space for yourself whereas if a man was like and I'm making sweeping generalizations here and I think it's a whole separate topic but I think 
I don't know what that comes down to is that everyone is going to have opinions of you and it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman or whatever your job is or whether it's family or friends but what you do with those opinions is entirely up to you like it's it all comes down to how you react and obviously we've said this before about like you can't control a situation it's how you respond to it It, it's a similar sort of thing Mm, you can't control anyone's opinion of you like I think all you can ever do is try and put your best foot forward in any situation work hard be a decent human being if people misinterpret that or they don't take the chance to get to know you. And like, I'm, I've been totally guilty of this in the past. Like I've made assumptions about people and maybe the way they work or how they might approach certain things. And then I get to know them a bit and I'm like, God, I was really wrong there. And thank God I didn't express the opinion because actually it would be a real shame to now not have a healthy dynamic, if that makes sense. And yeah, no, nothing they could have done could have controlled what that opinion of them the opinion I had was but it would have been a lot of wasted energy whereas actually when I took the time to go oh actually where's that opinion formed from a lot of it was my own like insecurity um but also like it wasn't it wasn't like they had done something to hurt me or anything like that and I think for a lot of us that's the case like we rarely base like sometimes of course you're going to meet people and be like not my type of person that's fine but almost there's almost a freedom in that because if you know that you're not going to like everyone you meet not everyone you meet is going to like you that doesn't mean that you've got a vendetta against the people you don't like or that you think they're awful people or anything like that and the same applies to you sometimes you're just not going to gel with a person and it is no deeper than the fact that you just don't gel yeah I think there's like two things in that I'd want to say like one is that like you said just think about the repercussions of if you do express that opinion like is it going to burn mm. a bridge that would actually be a very helpful or very beneficial bridge I'm thinking specifically in work situations but even yeah. with friends people you network with people that you meet is it going to do more harm than good to express that opinion I think that's the main thing like is it going to hurt someone or is it going to do more damage to you and a relationship than than it's worth but also how, accepting that everyone has their own opinions also isn't an excuse for you being an asshole and it's also not an excuse to not listen to other people's opinions because we've said it on this podcast before I mean that's it's how you learn like listening Mm -hmm. to other people's opinions it doesn't mean you have to agree with them like there's a lot of opinions I don't agree with on especially on the internet and things going around but Mm -hmm. it's it's good to know those opinions exist and it's good to learn from them and helps me form an argument as to why I have my beliefs and my opinions yeah and I think there's a real value to knowing other people's opinions as well in a lot of circumstances because even if you don't Mm. agree it kind of does make you challenge your own thought process and then maybe develop your understanding more so that if someone questions an opinion on something again you kind of know more solidly within yourself no 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 I do believe this um and I mean, we've discussed this before and it is kind of a whole different topic about like the, if someone says an opinion that you don't agree with, it's okay if you're then like, oh my God, I actually don't know. Maybe, maybe I've got it wrong. And that in itself is a really important process. But I think when it comes to opinions on your personality or you personally and the way you live your life or the goals you're going after or anything like that, there is a balance definitely to strike between 
taking on board constructive criticism because it's entirely likely that at some point someone's going to come along and be like you know that thing you said that really upset me because you know maybe the way you delivered it or something like that um Mm. and it's really important to keep in mind that there is always like a space for opinions to help you and help you grow but also there's a space to go I'm not going to take that on board personally like I think you you can take on constructive criticism and not take it personally it's really hard like so hard to set your ego aside but it is possible yeah and that's all part of the the kind of the self-development and the self-awareness isn't mm-hmm. it like no one's expecting you to be able to do that and deal with that and process that just at the flick of a switch I think it takes a lot of yeah yeah it, yeah, it takes a lot of kind of building up building up that armor over time to be able to see this as okay this is objective criticism that I probably need to to have a look at and think about and consider and I think if it is something that's constructive and it's not a personal attack on your personality or your appearance I think it well even not to say personality but it's kind of maybe your attitude or your characteristics or how you come across then it could be something that is beneficial for you to consider but yeah it is it's difficult because no no one wants to hear that someone doesn't like an aspect of them or is, has trouble with mm. something that they've said. Like it is, it is hard to come to terms with and it's hard to hear. But I think like, as difficult as it is, I would probably want to hear if it was something that I needed to work on. Yeah, it's never going to be comfortable, is it? But I guess it it's that whole thing of intention versus impact. Like you might have the best intentions, but maybe the way you've done something is made people form a really bad opinion of you I thought then it's helpful to know because you kind of you can reassure yourself as a human being okay I never intended to upset anyone or hurt anyone make them feel bad or anything like that but I do need to know Mm. because I do need to make a change and that's quite like a good way to deal with other people's opinions I think the difference is when it's something that either isn't rooted in fact or they don't know the whole story or maybe it was on them for how they interpreted something. In that case, you kind of have to find a different way to deal with their opinions because ultimately people can only make assumptions out of the facts they have. Everything else they're filling in the blanks and you can't spend all your time and energy worrying about how people are filling in those blanks because you'll never know. And also, do you want to know? I don't really want to know. I don't want to know the assumptions people make about me because... I know what's true. The people who are close to me and who love me and who I respect and love know the truth. Um, And that's important. And I think you're never, ever going to be able to control that. And also it's not your responsibility. Like if someone else wants to form this opinion of you, which I think particularly in this kind of internet digital age, people like to have an opinion on other people. You know, you can't be held responsible for what, how they fill in those blanks and, the stories they make up when you're showing them a snapshot of what's going on. Yeah, I was going to say, when it comes to social media, obviously, again, probably a whole other conversation, but it's very easy to make assumptions about people on social media because you're just seeing this dime, like one-dimensional snapshot, yeah. snapshot of their life. You have no idea what's going on behind those little squares or behind the statuses or whatever it is that they're posting. And I think, again, that's why we need to maybe get better at like withholding judgment until you know a bit more because you don't always Mm. know I don't know obviously it's very situational like it it entirely depends on 
what's said or what they share. Obviously, there's some things that you will just never agree with and they will always be hurtful opinions. But I think it's very easy to think that because it's shared on social media and it's something personal that they're sharing everything and the chances are that they're not. And I think that's another, again, just a 21st century way of looking at this whole issue that we, we need to kind of remember and bear in mind. Yeah, I think it's really important as well within this to remember that just because we don't share everything, like every single second of our day and every thought that passes through our heads, we don't owe that to anyone. Like, oh no, you're allowed to, you're allowed to keep stuff back for yourself. That's completely okay. Now, if people decide that in you doing that, there's another narrative that they want to create, that's on them. <laughs> that's their problem you could provide yeah exactly you could provide them with all the information in the world if they want to fill in the blanks in a certain way they will you can't control that and you shouldn't feel the need to sacrifice your privacy or your own peace of mind or whatever it is to almost validate a certain way that you want to be perceived because what might what one person might see as really inspirational online someone else could see as like bragging and really showing off and there are so many different ways things can be interpreted I think the worst thing we can do is think in order to be seen as being more authentic and being seen for who we truly are we have to share more of ourselves because I don't think that's the way to get over the problem yeah I I totally agree and everyone is coming from a different perspective and I I mean I saw an example of it this week I saw an argument happen on Instagram where like a a finance like one of those is it fire you know what like you retire early like oh yeah invest and retire early like strategy and she was sharing like these tips on what she'd done for her and her husband to retire at 40 and someone else had commented and said this is very narrow-minded. I live with like I live with chronic pain and I have chronic illness, and you've not considered my anyway. There was a whole argument, and I think it's interesting because what she has posted about retiring early and the techniques she did are completely valid, and they may work for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But also, this person's other experience that they've had is completely valid, and that's why it's it's hurtful to see these things shared. But they are entirely different. From my perspective, there are entirely different experiences and no one else's yeah. experience can be exactly kind of picked up and mirrored onto your life. I think totally. there's a lot that's open to interpretation, which again is goes back to everything we're talking about, about people having opinions in the first place. There's so much interpretation. There's so many blanks that people fill in themselves that it leads to these snap judgments, which are especially hard to negotiate online, I think. Yeah, and I think it's only got worse in the last couple of years because so much more is digital. And when you know someone really well, I think it's very easy to talk to them over text or instant message or on social media because you know them well enough to know how they speak and the tones they use and the inflections in their voice. If it's someone you're not as familiar with, it's very, very easy to read something in a certain tone and go, my God, that's abrupt. Or God, what's their problem? Why don't they like me? How have I offended them? Like, I don't understand. When they might just be a very naturally straight talking person and it's actually got nothing to do with you. Like, and their intention would never be to make you feel like that. But 
we're all a little bit guilty of going, oh God, that's how I've interpreted it. That's the experience I had and therefore that's my opinion of them. And yes, that's very valid. But I do think, especially when we're thinking of conversations online, there's always worth taking just a little step back and going, was that actually the intention? Did they wake up this morning and think, I'm going to be rude and abrupt to this person? Or was it just like, oh, an interpretation? Because that's also very different. Yeah. Oh God, that is so me. I really read into how people word things online. And I know I'm quite a straight talker sometimes in emails as well. So I have to bear in mind that Mm. like, I really have to step back and say, are they actually like, are they actually annoyed with me? Are they actually being abrupt? Or is it just the way that I've read this? And I think that's a good step, isn't it? Like that's your first step to, okay, acknowledging that that's like, that's something that you do. And I know that I kind of, I do that when I read emails and when I interpret things from people and then now I can kind of look out for it and and spot it and I think that's just part of the process yeah and I think it's a good self-awareness piece as well because I'm definitely guilty of sending messages especially if I'm in a hurry at work I think this is probably quite a common thing but you send quite a blunt message like can you send me this document and it can sound very like send it to me now or actually what you mean is can you send me that document and I actually when I start working new people I actually was like this is something that I know can happen. I'm trying to work on it, but if a message seems a bit blunt, like it's almost certainly not intended like that. I'm really sorry in advance, but do call me out on it. And obviously there's a huge onus on me to make sure I get that in check, but also it's straight off the bat and being like, just so you know, <laughs> there is yeah. no malice because, and obviously there's a part of that of like ego managing and like managing other people's opinions of you. But there's also a bit of just trying to do a bit better based on the feedback you've had and the you know, the opinions you know people have about you. Yeah, definitely. I think that leaves it in a good place for this week. But as always, we would love to hear your thoughts on the topic and also any thoughts that you have on next week's topic, which is um, career advice that we wish someone had told us sooner. So if you have any career tips or any career questions that you would like to ask us, we can't promise that we'll be a fount of knowledge but we will try um yep. please do get in touch with the details which are down in the show notes or you can contact us via our instagram we hope you have a great week stay safe and we will speak to you soon bye bye, bye.